coming to you live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAD Studios, where you're okay, we're rule Bowser, and just kind of this is a video games and comedy show. I'm your host, Jeremy Schmidt, and today we have a very special episode. And I know I say that a lot, but I mean it today. I mean it this time. It is a very special one. Last week's not very special. I said it was special, but it just wasn't that <gasps> special. It just wasn't. I, I mean, it was a, I, I liked it. It was good. I don't know if it was special. Today we're talking about a game called City Skylines. Does that just sound totally random and weird to all you video games and comedy show heads out there? Are you wondering what the heck is going on? Why, why aren't we talking about, you know, Christmas? Why aren't we talking about <laughs> Christmas episodes and stuff? Well, we'll do that too. I think we, I think we can do both. I think we can cover both Christmas and City Skylines in one in one episode. But uh, we'll get into why this episode's about City Skylines here in a bit. But I got to introduce two members of the Zoo Tycoon crew here who are going to help me get through it today. We have, of course, the lovely Scott Feed returning to the show. Scott! Hello. Thank you for having me here. Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, that was my fart. <laughs> As uh, as uh, long fans of the show know, uh, for about a month, this show has just totally sucked because my sound effects board crapped out. So, uh, yeah, that's what we've been saying. It's just like the show used to be good, but now it sucks because no sound effects. But now I have sound effects again. I've got I've got my my rig nearly all set up. Uh, this next guest of the show is actually kind of. Help me, help me get there, Mr. Ooh. Garrett Palm. Welcome back to the show. Hey, I'm excited that you have your sound effects board. I can't wait to see what sounds come out of Scott's butt. Woo! <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, those, of course, should be like sound effects tailored to you guys, which I have, but it's just on a different machine. I've been a mess. I mean, literally, my sound <laughs> effects board was was destroyed and i just like we've just been doing weeks and weeks of just flat talking just boring. no good boring stuff it's been taking Anytime an emotional like, toll on you i could i could yes. see that yeah where's yes. the morning radio element of this i've been literally i've been starting each show by saying don't listen to this good like i'm starting it going don't listen I'm it's not gonna be good i'm glad and your audience has been growing <laughs> exponentially i'm glad we're yeah. gonna be here for the first one people are listening to again yeah that they're coming yeah. back and listening to yeah. yeah Woo. okay uh this is exciting i love sound I, and I, I i just love i love having a good sound effects board set up here um uh, i only have four sounds today we have <laughs> clapping we have rim shot uh and then we have uh the other two sounds i played guys it's Christmas time. Yeah. Yay. We just ate all the turkey and now it's time for Christmas. This is my favorite. I'll this is my favorite time of the year. Yeah. I'm a big Christmas head. Uh one of the first things I always build in City Skylines is the holiday market. Oh. Really? Oh yeah. I like to get a good uh, like I love a winter town and a holiday yes. market there with like a nice like cathedral or castle overlooking it. That's but yeah, Chris, Chris, I, I wish Christmas was all year long, but, uh, you know, I understand why it isn't. Right. <laughs> Jesus yeah. wasn't I, born I, all year. He yeah. wasn't born just all year yeah. long. No. Yeah. And and the thing is, is he's born in December, but then quickly exactly. dies in April. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 
But he had like um that that a disease where he grew thirty three years. Yeah. He had the Jack <laughs> disease. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I also like the months. idea that Mary was in labor for like <laughs> like the entire year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just wouldn't come. <laughs> he just wouldn't come. I mean, if that he wasn't if woman. he wasn't created from come, then why that's would right. he why would inevitably he? Why, come? Yeah, that's yeah. A fair point. They were like, come. And he's like, I don't know what that is. I don't Yeah. I've never seen it. Never seen it. Which we because um, we all see it when we're uh, We all do. When we're conceived. I'm yeah. looking for it. Yeah, we see yeah. it coming at us. Mm. We are it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are the cum. We are the cum. Well, wow. We are. We're already talking about cum. Yeah. We've been recording for three minutes. Uh-huh. Uh, this is sure to be one of the best episodes of the year. <laughs> Merry Guys, Christmas. Merry Christmas to all. Uh, I I will be doing some holiday episodes, but uh, at the end of the month, I just want to prime everybody. We will be doing our Game of the Year episodes. It's a two-parter every year. Uh, you know, uh, we record a four and a half hour marathon session with like a hundred people. It's an absolute Whew. nightmare. Uh, everyone gets in fights with their significant others after the recording's over because they've been away too long and That's drinking fair. too much. It is. Uh, it's my favorite time of the year. Look forward to those towards the end of the month. Um, it has been a hell of a year for video games. I don't know if you guys know this, but 2023 has been, it's been probably one of the best years in video games in all history. Oh, wow. Did you guys I know felt this? it. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know this, but seeing all the games that I wish I could play, I yeah, it makes sense. It adds up. Yeah. yeah. Even like minor releases have been stunning, have done well, have done yeah. very, very well and have been very, very good. Uh, so it's going to be really hard, you know, to pick what is the game of the year. Let's well let's go around the horn right now and check in. What's everyone been playing and what's your current game of the year? Scott Thede, what do you, what have you been playing? You've been playing Holy games? Holy shit. I've been playing games for sure. Obviously, not as much as I would like because if I could, I'd be playing all the damn time. Mm-hmm. The game that I've played most recently was Super Mario Wonder. Mm. Very very good game. My favorite Mario release of the past few years for sure. I've it really hammered home that I prefer 2D platformers to 3D platformers, if you can believe. Um, before that, and I need to pick it back up again now that I'm done with Wonder, is I've been playing a lot of Baldur's Gate. Very, very fun game. Yeah. Horny game, I I hear. It's very horny. I loved customizing the penis for my character. Yes. <laughs> um truly truly a uh, a a reason to buy, I would say. And um but also great story elements, great beautiful graphics and everything. Um re- like yeah, I think that is a big reason why 2023 has been an amazing year for games. Um what was I playing before that? I guess it doesn't really matter. Obviously, the the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLC. I was wanting to check in with you about this because, uh, yeah. So, I, did you? I'm assuming as a big, long-standing Pokey freak, mm. you've been you you jumped into that DLC already, huh? I did. Yeah. Um, I think only the first part is out at the moment. Yeah. Did you finish it? I did, and I will say, 
I mean, it was fine. <laughs> well, I mean, like, we can just take that story and throw it right in the trash. I'm all about running around and getting all the new, my new friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I liked the vibe of the new, like, mini re- region for the, the DLC. Yeah. Um, and I like those legendaries. They're, like, weird. Oh, yeah. They're fucking freaks. I love them. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I, yeah. I, I went to a, uh, I went on a cruise. And I just played that the whole cruise, and it was just so delightful. That sounds, that sounds great. Nice. Yeah. Were you supposed yeah. to be doing something else on the cruise, like enjoying the ship, or no? I mean, I because I did that too, but like you oh, know, okay. there's nothing. I was like in Norway, so there's nothing like going up uh, to the deck and like it being you're in the fjords, yeah, surrounded, you know, and then and then you're and then you're catching catching those Pokemon. Freaking poke. Yeah, nothing like it. Well, I'm excited for that round two when that, that's coming out here pretty soon. Me too. Right? I think that one's going to be slightly more exciting, like story wise, because I think it'll tie more into some of the lore that was um, discussed in the, the main game. Uh, yeah. I think it'll like tie back to Area Zero and all that stuff. So, um, yeah. yeah, and that, that should be soon, I think. January. That I overall, I think this was a good Pokemon. I think this yeah. Scarlet and Violet were good. I don't think Sword and Shield were very good. No. Well, what was interesting and why I was excited about the DLC for Scarlet and Violet was I really enjoyed the DLC for Sword and Shield. I heard that was not bad. It was well. It ended up being more um, open world feeling, like you could control the camera when you were in those areas versus like only being able to control it in the wild areas in, in Sword and Shield. Um, yeah, I thought Scarlet and Violet was great. I mean, obviously, when it was first released and still even now, like, there was a lot of technical <laughs> um, glitches and things with the release when I got it, but um, that just added a bit of silliness for me. I didn't really mind it too much, and um, I had a great time. Yeah, good time. All around. What's your game of the year so far? Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate, I think. Yeah. 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 That's uh that's like in the lead, I would say. Yeah, it's like right the forty now. pound gorilla, I think. Yeah. 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 Garrett Palm. I'm gonna be a big disappointment in this segment. No. Uh I started off the year playing Stardew Valley. Oh <gasps> uh, that's not disappointing. Finally. I well, I have played no new games. No games. Uh, I think Stardew Valley is probably the newest game that I've played. And how old is that? <laughs> Did you say no nude games? No nude. Hey, I'm not customizing my penis in any of these games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't have the mod for Stardew Valley to do that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love I love how in Stardew Valley the dicks are only three pixels. Yeah, right. Well, mine was four, but wow. most of them are okay. three. Yeah, okay, above average. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mine was two. Uh, Garrett, tell me about Stardew Valley, though, because I, I, every time I would start Stardew Valley, I had this overwhelming feeling of like, oh my gosh, if I don't, I'm not ready. Like this is going to be a lot of commitment and I'm yeah. going to like, I'm going to sink my whole life into this thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good winter time game. I think mm. uh, it's a good cozy game. 
Um, I think it's, you know, it's the kind of game you'd want to play on a, on a cruise, you know, where you, there is nothing else to do. I, I was yeah. doing that. I was, uh, yeah, I was spending a lot of time in it. Um, it was very comfy, cozy, building my farm up, you know, yeah. going through the, the cave, the caverns, the, du- the dungeons, uh, kind of exploring the world. Yeah, you know, like it was just, it was just nice. The music is is fun and and nice and the comforting and yeah. I feel like it's an it's an all timer. It's just yeah. like one of the all time great games. Yeah, like experiences. So uh, I take it that's your game of the year then. Uh well, because the, the other two games I played were City Skylines for uh-huh. you know. I, I put a good chunk of time into a city this year. Of course. Same. Um, and uh, Hero Hero Realms on my phone. Just a, a Hero Realms? It's a deck builder. It's based it's based oh, on fun. a card game. And it's just the you know, the oh. iPhone version of a card game. That's um, great. What is it like? What kind of a deck builder is it? Or like what's the I guess what's the Comp. The vibe of it, yeah. Like, what's the art like? Is it like? It's like kind of like a, a, a kind of cliched fantasy, you know, medieval, kind of medieval. Fa- fan- fantasy yeah, stuff. it's. Uh, they also have a game, Star Realms, which I played a lot, and I was mm. curious More about space. the fantasy. Oh, how how did you guess? That's Star. smart because oh, of realm. Okay. Oh, I was gonna <laughs> say realms gave it away for me. Realms. Uh, and it, yeah, it's a, it's like a. a you know, it's just, you know, the kind of deck builder where you, you build your engine, you know, you get the, the cards that give you coins to buy more cards, and then mm-hmm. you uh, then switch at some point in the game to buying cards that damage the opponent, you know, basic stuff like that. Uh, cool. I always suck at those games, but I love them. I suck yeah. because I always want to just build my engine, buy more economy cards that mm. let me buy more cards, and then the other player is already hurting you yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> you're playing the long game and they're just yeah you quick yeah i'm playing the long game and the game yeah. uh doesn't last that long you're like a big bear yes like a mon- and they're like a mongoose exactly the bear and the mongoose and the mongoose mm-hmm. always can just like dart around the bear poking <laughs> it to death poking the bear poking the bear <laughs> i uh I, you know what? I don't know if you've ever played the game. Have you played the game Slay the Spire? Yes. Oh, oh, I did get obsessed with that this year too. Okay, I I, yeah, because yeah. that I knew that came out for phones too. Yeah, and that's a that's a great deck builder that I actually like, and I don't like deck builders very much. Oh, really? Really, really liked Slay the Spire. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one too. I definitely I got obsessed with that. Why Why don't you like deck builders? Well, I shouldn't say that. I guess I just like aesthetically i bounce off of them right away because of just like the i think like the flat nature of them or or whatever i'm just i'm I'm always just assuming like oh i don't know if this is like really like worth my time or something i don't know i don't know what it is but like i i I would i love an in-person deck builder yeah like if we're all getting together and playing right but uh but there are so many good examples of video game deck builders now that i i kind of i probably should just kind of get over it and start really playing some experiencing some of these because a lot of my friends just like absolutely love them slay the spire was a good one i I know that there was um there's been a a couple others too i think like hearthstone hearthstone well that yeah Uh, i i think like hearthstone is more trading like that's 
that's not quite like that's more like a collectible like magic trading. Yeah. Yeah. But like I think part of it is like deck builders started off tabletop and you know, the when they made the jump to phones or computers or whatever, you know, they were still just like taking a tabletop idea and just like making that experience on your computer. So mm. not really adding anything to it, video game elements to it. And Slay the Spire, I think, kind of adds more of that video game element to it. Interesting. That might be your, you know, where you're, yeah, where you're, you're so. hitting the bump, maybe? I don't know. I think so. I think it's just also like, you know, if I'm going to sit down and play a video game too, like most of the time I want a story or like yeah. something else to engage in. So like, I'm also not great with like online only games or like big multiplayer yeah. games where I have to play with a lot of other people or like, yeah. Like yeah. uh, like for example, like Rocket League is a game I I like to play with my friends, but like I wouldn't like put time into it alone or something. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. Rocket League is great. Like split screen, I've never played yeah. it online. Yeah, yeah. I've done both, and I definitely prefer it split screen. Or sometimes I'll play it just like local because <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't like it when um when my enjoyment of a video game relies on how good I am compared to strangers. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. I'd rather just be bad against the computer or good against the computer. I don't know why there's like that extra element of like, should I even be here? <laughs> which is like, <laughs> Am which, I welcome in this space? Yeah. Which I'm like playing a video game. I shouldn't have to feel that way. Yeah. I think yeah. the, 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 some of the subversions to that, for me are like Tetris 99 I do but that's just like because I'm playing Tetris yeah and even though I am playing against other people I'm also just playing Tetris so it's like I don't know yeah but Garrett I want to hear so you do something kind of uh interesting now in the tabletop space I mean yes we're a video game show so normally we just crucify tabletop people. But thank you for letting me be here. I will allow you to 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 explain for the audience because they might be interested in this. What do you? What's your What's your job right now? You're- uh, yeah, right now I'm a lead writer on uh, Tabletop News. It's a, a new YouTube show. Uh, we're working on episode eight right now, all about everything that's going on in the tabletop space. TT table. Uh, how i can't TTS? say yes ttrpgs as well as like uh just normal tabletop board games and uh yeah it's been very fun like uh, you know i i really want to play baldur's gate 3 because i hear you know it really captures the experience of playing dnd yeah pretty well on the computer but yeah so i'm uh you know making jokes about tabletop games right now uh which is very fun that's and amazing i'm learning awesome. so much about uh, the tabletop space there's it's just like you know i've got a team of writers who know a lot more about tabletop than than i do everybody mm-hmm. has their own you know special interest mine is uh deck builders pretty much and yeah losing in deck builders <laughs> uh, but yeah every you know we've got like a lot of we've got like a big warhammer head on it we've, wow. yeah, we've got people like these games that uh, I've always seen the Warhammer stores. I just walked by one last night, like yeah. the one in Glendale, and I've always oh, yeah. seen them. And like that, it looks amazing. But I, I, you know, I don't have the budget for that because I hear that's a very expensive game to play. Oh, I can imagine, right? Yeah. You're like paint, painting all your little models yeah. and things, and then yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
but yeah, it's it's been very fun, and uh, well, there's a lot cool. of cool board games out there. What's uh, you know, we're in the holiday season. I just did a big gift buying guide mm. for uh, last week's episode, but uh, what's a what's a board game that you might recommend? As a gift for a loved one this year. For a loved one this year. Well, it it depends on their level. Uh, I always I always think like a good uh, like fun party game is Anomia. That's what oh, I, I love Anomia. Anomia. I, li- I have it on my shelf right over there. Yeah, Ooh, I, I don't. I I think it's a it's a blast. It's uh it's a card game that uh everybody you're just always on in the game. You're always like watching and having to be alert. It's not a game where you can have chit chats on the side. Right. You've got a deck in the middle with a six, you know, the cards, there's six different, I think six different symbols and each card has a different uh, category. And one by one, everybody goes around and flips a card in front of them. If at any point anybody's symbols match, they have to say something from the other person's category before they say something from your category. And then you, Ooh. whoever wins gets their, the other person's card. Uh, and then you just keep going. And then eventually whoever has the most cards wins. So it's a great, uh, it's a great little fun game. Yeah, it looks cool. Um, and then I think another, I think another, I've, it, you know, this isn't a groundbreaking game, but Azul I think it's just, uh, you know, you can, you know, I think Anomia, I think you can get at Target now. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. But uh, Azul, you can definitely get at Target. But it's just like a very peaceful strategy game where you're getting tiles. You play a, a Portuguese uh, tile manufacturer and there's <laughs> tile. Yeah. And you're All just right. like uh, assembling tiles in a certain order to get points and... You know, there's tiles in the middle. Everybody's picking from the middle. Uh, it's great. That's it's, awesome. It's very easy to learn. You know, after one go around, you pretty much have it. And then, yeah, lots of lots of fun strategy there. Uh, you heard it here first, folks. Azul and Anomia. Get it today. Amazon.com <laughs> has all the board games you need. Uh, I recently finished The Legend of Zelda. Tears of the Kingdom. Oh yeah, another top game of the year for me. Yeah, a game right I now play. that's my number one. But I haven't played Baldur's Gate three. I haven't played Alan Wake two. There's a few I haven't played, but Zelda: yeah. Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, 160 hours into it throughout the year. Uh, I took my time. I didn't rush through it. Just had an absolute blast. Mm. Total dream. Playing through that game, loved it. Would have dreams about gliding Ooh. through the sky. I love that. Uh, yeah. Now I'm playing that Mario Wonder game. I I I got it and and I had played a little bit of it, but I, I have so many games like spinning. Yeah. That I wanted to finish a few and then, so now I'm back on Mario Wonder and uh, it's great. It like it's like maybe one of the best Mario's ever made. It's just so yeah fucking beautiful and like the those little like seeds those wonder seed things where that changes the entire level and like, yeah the wonder it... star like moments those are like amazing i'm always yeah. looking for forward to that moment because it's like 
you get through some pretty hard stuff and then you get there and you get to become or like do something like particularly cool. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, and, and it, they, and then it's, I don't want to say easy at that point, but it's like, it just completely changes the level and you get to experience having like some crazy power that you won't have in any other level or something like that. Pretty much. Um, yeah. It just keeps it so interesting. Yeah. And for, you know, a few of the worlds I was playing it offline, um, but I switched to online and that is incredible because what it does is it allows other people who have played through those levels to post little signs for you that like can show you where little secrets are hidden in the level. If you're like, so you can play it completely like oh, I didn't raw. know that. Yeah. Uh, oh, I raw dogged it, I guess. Yeah. Well, raw dogging, it's more like the personal challenge aspect. But if you kind of want like this collaboration you know, with other people like it. Yeah. You, they'll, they'll show you like where secret exits are and like little things to collect. And like, yeah, it's like, it's, it's just a really well done Mario game. And, and I'm like, at this point sick of Mario. I mean, I'm like, yeah, you couldn't, I didn't want another Mario. It's nice that me? you can play with almost with a lot of the other characters. If yeah. you wanted to, have you played multiplayer? Uh, with uh, your SO or no I haven't others. but I've thought about it yeah I played with Jackie a little bit and uh, uh, she loved it she thought it was really fun she doesn't love you know video games typically especially playing with me she thinks I'm <laughs> too controlling and uh, uh, too much when we're trying to play but uh, are you yeah are you well I mean I want to win I want to win Scott at the expense of her emotional stability. At the expense of our whole relationship. Wow. Wow. When when Rachel Real. and I play, it's we definitely are bringing in skills that we pick up from our uh, couples counselor. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like we played, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the, uh, Overcooked. Yeah. You know, over Oh, pandemic. man. Yeah. And that w- that's definitely one where you have to really negotiate. Communicate. Communicate. And uh, yeah, so we we yeah. definitely will lose because we're being too nice sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Then we have to recalibrate. But uh, we're we're looking for a game to play together right now. Uh, Mario so Wonder is delightful. There's a, and there's also like way like you can pick certain characters who just won't die. Uh-huh. Yeah. So like so like you One don't. One of the Yoshi's you know, if, or if someone's skill is really low in it, um, it doesn't really matter. Oh, that's um, nice. Yeah, Megan and I have uh, been playing Mario Golf, which is oh, fun. that's fun. Yeah, because um, that's both like a little competitive, but also like you can just do your own hole or whatever. Um, but what is ba- like if if on the first hole Meg has a bad first swing, we basically always have to restart. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's fun. Yeah, no, I yeah I used to be really bad where I used to like. I, even like when we, me and Jackie like watch movies, I'd be like phones away, like <laughs> especially if it was a movie I loved and I was like showing her. Oh and I would yeah. do this like I would do this annoying yeah. thing where I would be like looking over at her, like to see if she was making sure she was like watching and stuff. And uh, I don't do that anymore. I'm 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 so much more chill. I'm so much more on Lexapro <laughs> than I used to. be. <laughs> but I also um, think like if it is a movie you love, like if Rachel's showing me a movie she loves. 
I'm going to be paying attention, and I expect the same from her yeah. when I show her a movie I love. That's you're really sh- nice. Yeah. If you're showing it to the person, you'd want no distractions. But if we just like turn something on because we're just like, yeah. yeah, maybe we'll watch this, I'm like, I'm going to be on my phone a little bit. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. And I mean, that's that is also the truth is like, I'm a hypocrite because I'm also on my phone too, but like, she can't be on her phone. Right. Like, mm. I'm on my, like, I'm, I'm looking at, no, I've seen it. You have. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, folks, uh, before we get into the news, a quick, uh, a quick word here about our Patreon. Patreon.com slash super NPC radio is where you can find a lot of bonus content from the makers of this show. Call me by your game, Inside React, uh, Inside Video Games Classic with July and the Reactivators. Uh, we have uh, just round the corner. We're finishing up our Resident Evil 2 Remake Games Club, which will take us out of 2023 and into Q1 2024, where we have our vote, uh, our, our voting now up on the Patreon, so you can vote for the next games uh, club game we will be playing. July Diaz was in charge of the uh, the category uh, of uh, comfort games was uh, his theme and we all uh, pitched a a game to be voted on there. I will read the list now. Kingdom Hearts is in the running. Shadow of the Colossus. Mass Effect 1. Nier Automata. Odd World Abe's Odyssey. Super Mario RPG and Grand Theft Auto 5. Those are the nominees for our next games club. Head over to patreon.com slash supernpcradio and vote uh, right away. Vote, vote, or at your leisure. Do it whenever you want. If you, even if you don't vote, I, I don't care really. But, uh, but yeah, that's that. That one of those games we will be playing Q1 of 2024. Have you guys played any of these games that I just mentioned? GTA Five, yeah, for sure. GTA Five, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I played a little of that one too. Yeah, that one's uh, that one that one Nick Costanza nominated. Oh, oh. of course he just loves guns and violence you know that guy he's obsessed yeah right? yeah, yeah. yeah he's always yeah. talking about it he lives that life he lives that cod life yes call of duty <laughs> life <laughs> well anyways let's get into the news okay so we have a few new releases uh dragon quest monsters the dark prince just came out on switch any of you guys uh dragon quest monsters fans did not know that was a game. <laughs> is is that the super old eighties or nineties uh, Nintendo original like original Nintendo game? Yeah, it's, yeah, I played uh, that. I played that growing up. It's like a it's like the the series the the franchise started yeah, around with like the, the yeah. slimes slimes. Yeah, 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 yeah okay. I love a slime. I love a slime. We were in Japan last year for Christmas. Slimes they have those slimes everywhere. Yeah, that that is like no um, idea. as big as like Lord of the Rings in yeah. Japan. It's like a huge franchise. Uh, people, oh. there was like a controversy when one of the games came out that like kids just didn't show up to school. That <laughs> so really? they had to like yeah yeah yeah. So Good they like them. made that made them release it on like a Friday next time. A wow, Dragon Quest game. Uh, I mean, Steve- I love the original. Yeah, I, it's fun. Yeah. I recognize these slimes from when I was in Japan. I just thought that they were like, I thought they were like a um, don't waste water sort of <laughs> like. 
<laughs> yeah. Like mascot. Um, they that's are, very um, funny. The, 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 the guy who did all the art for Dragon Quest is Akira Toriyama, <gasps> who you might know from Dragon Ball. Ball Z. Yes. Yeah. I love Akira Toriyama. Yeah. Unless uh, he's done something bad and then I just like his art. Wow. Well, I mean, what it depends on what you mean by bad. Uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, like early Dragon Ball. I think the very first episode of Dragon Ball is like Bulma's like pissing down a waterfall because she gets caught in a tree. Yeah. Do you know, do you know this? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I've rewatched Dragon like, Ball many times and I'm yeah, like, well, yeah. I mean, it's just like, okay, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a little bit of a perv, but it's like, did, Super he, hurt, perv. did he hurt anybody? Master Roshi? That's okay. good stuff. That is good stuff. <laughs> boing, boing, boing. Yeah, boing, boing, yeah. Puffu, puffu. A lot of Goku's dick and balls. You know, we 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 love. We stand we stand our perv king. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. SteamWorld build came out. Uh what what is this you might be yeah, I w- asking? Yep. Okay, thank you. It well, it's uh genre simulation. So okay. That should tell you everything you need to know. Interested. N- enough said, am I right? <laughs> Very interested. What's it simulating? <laughs> I think this is a bit of a city skylines type <gasps> game. It's a bit of a world builder. It's, it's a city building dungeon crawling video game. Oh yeah, and it's like I think Steam World uh, means it's got a little steampunk in there. Okay, you guys, you guys like clocks and hats? Some uh, steampunk stuff, like clocks in hats. Oh, yeah, like a big top. Yeah. Hat oh yeah. I like my hats to have a clock, and I like my clocks to wear a hat. Yeah. Yeah. What What mm-hmm. about like uh, funky goggles with like bun- like metal uh, all around it? Yeah, you can change the lenses yeah. of your funky goggles. Yeah. 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 I love yeah. being able to see due to gears and glass. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, due to gears and glass. <laughs> I love to carry around my blunderbuss. Oh. Mm-hmm. A good old blunderbuss with like the uh, opening kind of yep. yeah, like a trumpet opening. And it opening. just shoots out soot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and that's all that came out. That's all um, that came out. That's all that came out. Yeah, we're we're in the end of the year here, so it's like I don't think there's anything Uh-oh. big coming Uh-oh. out the rest of the year, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, Avatar is coming out next week. the The big Avatar game. The blue, like blue avatars, or like Nickelodeon avatars. No, the blue, dabu oh. dee dabu die guys. <laughs> Uh, Less exciting for me personally, yeah. but no offense yeah. to anybody who is deeply excited. I keep, I was talking about this last week. I, I keep not d- picking a lane with Avatar. Sometimes I'm like just making fun of it and I'm like, this is so stupid. And then sometimes I'm like, this is fine. What do I care? Yeah. What do you guys think about Avatar? <laughs> I've only seen the first one. I was I saw it, I was living in New York and I saw it on like the biggest screen in Manhattan. Whoa, in Times 3D. Square? <laughs> no, further no. It was Upper West Side has the biggest screen. Ooh, I guess. Whoa. I, but uh, in 3D and it was like the only movie where then I walked out into this gray city and was like 
that was a shock to my system yeah. after three hours of in-depth 3D this world. Yeah. I never yeah. saw the second one, though. But the first one, I was like, oh, wow, this is... Uh, I would never watch it at home. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, the first one was definitely like a, a movie-going experience yes. that I was happy to be a part of. Um, but the movie itself, I was like, I don't know. And then the, and then I did see the second one in theaters because if I was going to see it, it had to have been there again. Um, and you know, I mean, less impressive just compared to the fact that, you know, movies have like all that CGI and stuff has caught up over the, what, 10 years or whatever it took between, um, and the story again is just like it was just like very much the same. I'm like, oh, they're mm-hmm. instead of this these this guy learning how to be in a forest. Now it's like him and his forest family learning how to deal with water. And I'm like, all right. Uh, I, and then there's like three false endings in the movie. And uh, I'm like, I also had to pee very bad for like yeah, the last right. hour. Yeah. Because uh, I didn't check how long the movie was. And after two hours, I was like, oh, okay, only half an hour left. I don't have to like go to the bathroom. Uh-huh. Um. But then it just kept going and going, and I was like, "Well, this is ultimately my fault." I think for one of the the things I'm torn with it is like it is original IP, you know, like the yeah. when the first movie came out, it wasn't based on anything. It just right as far as I know, it right. just like right, and then like I became such a huge hit, and I just want to see more of that, but mm. I want to see it done well. I'll probably yeah. watch the second one on a plane and I'd hate it because I'm watching it yeah. on a plane. Yeah. Uh, there's a white kid with dreadlocks in it named Spider. In the yeah. New one. Hell yeah. 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 That's all you need to know. Yep. That's all you need to know. Yep. He um, He's a hero to many. He's a hero to many and a villain to some. <laughs> <laughs> Uh okay, let's see here. Uh, uh oh, uh, uh Scott, you might be interested to know that uh as, according to Video Games Chronicle, Scarlet and Violet's second DLC finally offers a tough Pokemon adventure. Thank God. I'm so sick of Pokemon adventures being too easy. I and I'll say it now i've said it before mm-hmm. and i'm sure a lot of other people have said this and it will never happen but yeah. i want a pokemon game that's rated m for mature yes Whoa. we love that i want to see mewtwo just like explode a guy's head <laughs> i literally want him to like and crush yeah. somebody's head that would be so cool i yeah. want i want cuz when you when you see all of the like evil teams or whatever throughout the games their plots are like truly diabolical. They're like, we want to do a genocide. We want to like, we want to do all these different terrible we things. Do a genocide. <laughs> yeah. And then, true. and then it's all just kind of like, you know, then made for children. It's like such a weird, they, there's a lot of promise and the low level of delivery because they're like, well, this game is ultimately for children. I would love for it, for them to do one that's meant for adults. Yeah. It's hard for them to maintain any kind of stakes when they also have to be so baby wipe your butt yeah. about it, you yeah. know? Which I get, like, Pokemon is for kids, and I understand that. But 
uh, most games you could argue are for kids and still have some level of like competency or something where you're like, okay, you know, I can, I'm not completely humiliated by playing this. Pokemon's not one of them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Pokemon's a don't take this out of the house. Um, okay. Well, yeah, I'm excited about that. I could definitely wail on some high level pokies. We'll see how tough they, they really are. We'll see how tough they are. Uh, ooh. Uh, how about this? Uh, the, the trailer, first trailer for Grand Theft Auto 6 Whoa. is coming out in three days, December 5th. Where is it, is it set? Out. Uh, GTA 6. Setting. is it set? Is Miami or Vice City okay. has been rumored. Oh, for GTA 6? Uh-huh. I don't think we know. I oh, think wow. we do, don't we? We do? Well, I don't, but... <laughs> no, 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 no. But wasn't... Because I didn't, I didn't see... I, I chose to not watch any of the leak, right? Oh, right, yeah. But there was a leak... And I feel like the one thing that I did hear about the leak is that it is going to be Vice City. That's cool. I loved I, Grand Theft Auto Vice City was the only one I really like ever connected with. Yeah, I spiritually oh, really? connected with that one a lot, but I played San Andreas probably the most. I played San Andreas a lot, too, and I liked it. Uh, but something about Vice City, maybe it's just like the genre. The, like, yeah, the I love the gangster. Yeah. Genre. Well, I guess they're all sort of gangster, but the more like mob stir right. versus like. Yeah, it was other. like Scarface as opposed to San Andreas is more like Boys in the Hood or something. It's yeah, like, a little. Yeah. And then four is like Eastern European guy. Yeah, Eastern e- European yeah. mob, which is like. You know, still great, but I yeah, I loved I like four. I loved four. That was the one th- that and five. You know, like San Andreas, but Liberty City, just driving around. Mm-hmm. Right, it was Liberty City, right? Yeah, Liberty yeah, City yeah, yeah. And four. Yeah, it was cool. Just driving around, you know, New York City was uh, yeah. a treat. Uh, yeah, this is interesting because the GTA Five originally came out in 2013. I know, over 10 years wow. ago. Wow. They've really kept up with it, though. I mean, I, I've stopped playing it for the most part just because, you know, I mean, playing it online is really fun, but the, it is like the thing again where it's like, oh, I mean, if I've put it down for a while and come back, everyone is just destroying me. Yeah. Um, I- and then like sitting in those lobbies sometimes for matchmaking is like a little bit of like a slog as well. I've been yeah. tempted. There's like a big role playing community in GTA 5, but you have to like get invited to their servers to uh, play it because they're serious about the role playing. Yeah. Like they're really like, you know, in character. Get up, go to work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a blast. Yeah. But yeah, there is like aspects where you have to like, you know, make money, get a job, and, you know, you work for other players. Yeah. That's crazy. That sounds fun, but I feel like they hate it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I think that's going to do it for the news, folks. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're talking city skylines. Stay tuned for that. 
Welcome back to Video Games and Comedy Show. I'm your host, Jeremy Schmidt. I'm here with Garrett Palm and the great Scott Theed. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, hello, hello. sir. We're here to talk City Skylines. Why? Woo. Well, it's a video game. Yes, thank you it for de- accepting. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely is. Uh, uh, Garrett, you are a big fan of um, uh, of like I think more like simmy type games. I remember like when yeah. we lived together, you were like playing Fallout Four, and like the thing, the thing, the thing you were doing the most in that was like building your little <laughs> s- camp. Yeah, and you would just spend a- hours sort of building your camp. Um, yep. Yep. So about uh, earlier this year, at some point. We were kind of pitching around on the idea of doing a City Skylines podcast. Yes. Which would basically incorporate, I guess, like general maybe like news and like like strategies and just conversation about the games, but then also dovetail into like real world applications of City yeah. Skylines. Yeah. So speak more to your passion on, on City Skylines here, because I feel like you kind of brought us together on this. Yeah, I've been yeah I've been uh, uh, thinking about this game. I, I think about this game a lot, uh, and even when I, like when I travel, I think about like oh this would be cool to incorporate into my city at home. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have a little district like this, um, and then or I'll like build a, a a city and like add a little space and be like oh this looks I want to see a spot that. I want to be in this and like yeah. go find a spot that that is like that. Sometimes I get depressed playing City Skylines because I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this this doesn't exist, or like, yeah. or my city that I live in, Los Angeles, would never do this. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine how cool LA would be if I could just bulldoze everything and uh-huh. start do over. what I, yeah, do what Absolutely. I want with it. Yeah, yeah that's uh, a really good point. LA could really work if you just leveled the whole place and then yeah. did it again. <laughs> but so so many cities were like LA that so many of the great walkable, bikeable, metro forward cities of the mm-hmm. world were like LA. Like you look at photos of Amsterdam from like the 50s, 60s, 70s, it's like choked with cars. Oh, you know? really? Yeah. Wow. Like you look at a lot of you know a lot of cities thought cars were the next thing, yeah, and like bought into it, uh, and now you know we look at so it is possible with LA with that's interesting. Bulldozing. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I'm such a uh, city uh, uh, novice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't you live know, in uh, one, so you. I live in one. You're I should know more. I'm intermediate, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I definitely. Uh, you know, there's a great podcast in uh, the L.A. podcast. Yeah. Is like the Hayes oh, yeah. Davenport one. The L.A. Yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's the L.A. Podcast. podcast. I'm sure maybe every big city has like multiple podcasts that are like sort of just about the yeah. city uh but this is a particularly good one i feel like a lot of i, us really I think like. so too yeah. yeah yeah uh scott what's your history with the game city skylines what's your interest in it so i have always loved simulation games i mean i played the sims the sims 2 the sims 3 the sims 4 mm-hmm. i played sim city 3000 sim city 4 Got City Skylines immediately when it came out because I was so excited. 
even in like Age of Empires or whatever, they were like, yeah, build your army. And I'm like, well, first let me do my little yep. city first. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Same. Yep. Um, I love other sort of like res- resource management games like Tropico and things like that. Mm-hmm. So City Skylines like really sits squarely sort of in the center of that where I really love, um, you know, designing a city the way that I wish the cities that I lived in were. Um, sure. I love sort of setting them up and watch watching them operate, you know, sort of like, you know, it's sort of like setting up like an elaborate sort of like domino chain, right? When because mm-hmm. I'll I'll usually build in like sandbox mode. Um, sometimes yeah. I'll do it the way you're supposed to, where you, you know, go through different achievements and unlock new things and and grow it from small. But a lot of times I'll just have infinite money and just like build and then click go, and then yeah. sort of watch it like you know, the population expand and see how everything works together. And I love spending hours and hours like tweaking different transit lines, like getting, you know, like trying to be the most efficient, but like give the citizens the most happiness as well. Um, Wow. Yeah. So wait, so let's start at the big, let's start like at the very core of the game here. So like I've played SimCity. I've not played City Skylines. Okay. So SimCity is a game where you kind of have to like build from the bottom up a little bit, right? Isn't it like you, you like route your plumbing and that's like a big thing you start yeah. with and yeah. like your roads and your build. Yeah. So how does City Skylines work? Is it very similar to that? Is it? Yeah. It's like the yeah. same thing. It's like the yeah. spiritual successor to SimCity. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And and, and uh, I remember in the Super Nintendo version of SimCity, Bowser was in it and he could come and wreck your city. Uh, does that happen in City Skylines? Uh, there's no Bowser. Uh huh. But you. <laughs> but there's you natural disasters. disasters. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I bet there's a mod to have like Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Right. Okay. Ex- that's exciting. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. So like when you uh when you're when you first get into the game, I mean, how long would you say? like it takes to build up like a really cool functioning city is it like are we talking like a six hour thing or that's a uh, yeah that's a good question because i i should keep track of that next time because the beginning is always the hardest part for me that's always the Mm -hmm. part where i i lose you know i i just like lose interest quick yeah and i have to like really commit it's the only thing that i can like commit to is like force myself i can't like when writing if i lose interest i'm uh-huh. done yeah but with city skylines <laughs> i start losing interest like no there's something good is coming yeah. and so i could force my <laughs> but yeah. uh uh yeah so like i don't know like a couple hours i think to get to the point where it starts to be like i really am making maybe like an hour to yeah. to get to the point if i have if i'm doing it like I'm like Scott. I usually have unlimited money, you know, all the all the buildings unlocked. Uh, so like, uh, yeah, it'll take like an hour to get to a point where I'm like making cool decisions of like, you know, like really connecting like a little, this little uh, town I have out in the outskirts, you know, connecting a train line into the city center, you know, kind of mm-hmm. stuff. All the stuff I really uh, live for, like making those transit decisions. Like, yeah. Oh, you know, should I? Should I build another metro line to you know to this neighborhood and kind of right. like 
connected. Oh, but my trains are getting like a little backed up. Uh, I need to like completely tear down this uh, station and build a bigger mm-hmm. station kind of stuff. And it's like, it, it, that's where you get into all of like the fantasy, like the, oh, yeah. I'm really doing this. And I'm like seeing my decisions pay off and like, cool ways is it a situation where you guys have like a a city you're working on for like a long time and like sustaining it like a tamagotchi or something oh yeah yeah i i never thought of compared thought of comparing yeah i never but well no that's there that is yeah (laughs) no that's true because it's like once you get your city up and running you do try to nurture it and keep it growing like i feel like i feel like i will stick with the city for like many, many hours, basically until the game breaks. Like yeah, it's, okay. it's so Same. big and populated. Like you eventually with cities islands one, you eventually run out of nodes. Like the game is like, Oh, your city is like too big and complex. And there's too many people here. Like, uh, we're tired. We're done. Really? And, and, yeah, especially, and you like can't keep going. Especially if you're playing with like mods of like yeah, extra tiles and all that. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that's 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 it's and so it'll just kind of be like that was it. Yeah. Well, it, it'll be, it'll be, it won't like you know officially say that it'll just be like yeah. slow just, and your computer is just can't handle it. Okay. Can't handle yeah. it. It's a yeah. space heater now. Yeah. yeah. Computer. I and, I will like think of my city. I'll like go on a walk. Cause I'll have to like think of, you know, like try to figure out something I'm, you know, working on writing wise or something. And I'll come back having made a decision on something on my city that I need to change. So I'll move <laughs> the game and be like, I've been thinking about doing this. I should need to come in and do this. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Scott, were you going to say something? Well, yeah, I was going to say, well, like similarly, like I've caught myself at work, like sketching out Metro lines for my city, like on a piece of paper (laughs) uh, and coming home with like this post-it being like, this is going to be perfect. Um, Yeah. (laughs) It's like I should have I should have been doing the thing that actually gets me money. Um, Yeah, that rocks. Does the uh, okay? so now now as of 2023, City Skylines 2 has release but it's only on pc yeah and it, it i guess it's supposed to come out to consoles in 2024 yeah uh i don't ever have a good gaming pc like ever in my whole life have ever had one uh so i if i'm gonna play this game it's gonna be on console have you guys played this on console yes is it, I, is it okay yes uh but there's a few asterisks there um so when i first got the game when it first came out i did not have a great computer to play it and i got pretty frustrated with with that and then put it down Mm. for like a little bit um and then when they they eventually released it for playstation 4 um and i played it on that for a long time before i got a pc and it works really well uh the console version you know like most of like all of the base game features are there and you can get all of the the DLC or whatever to and like expansion um there are some like things that are harder to do with a controller than a mouse like in terms of if you want to be very detailed precise. and precise with with how you place things and like build your roads the other thing and this is actually why i ended up getting a gaming pc at all was one of the best and most beautiful things about City Skylines is 
the community of modders and um yeah. and like content creation people um that put stuff up on the Steam marketplace or whatever um that can change the game and give you give you so much more power and level of control and specificity and you can add you know different buildings different types of train lines all these different things um to give you just that much more um creative freedom to like go beyond what the developers of the game like ever originally imagined um and so you can have a great experience playing city skylines on console but to experience like the the most out of the game which some people might not want to they might be fine with just you know how the game is Mm -hmm. but you would want to play it on pc so you can take advantage of the mods and what was what's exciting about city skylines 2 is a lot of the the most like prolific modders from the past eight years of city skylines one they've brought some of those people in to the development of city skylines 2 to add some of those features that became really popular as base game features into the, the, the sequel. So. Dang. That's That's cool. That's great. Yeah. I, I don't have the city skylines two yet. I don't, I play it on Mac and it's not on Mac yet. Yeah. And my, my gaming PC, uh, isn't booting up right now. So, (laughs) I got to figure that out at some point, but, um, yeah, I'm really curious. I re- I'm excited for for the second one. Does it feel incomplete? Like it feels I- incomplete to me because yeah. of, you know, I've been playing City Skylines 1 even without mods, but all of the DLC. The DLC and stuff like the you have to but I try to take myself back to when those DLC were not available for the first one. Yeah. But like for example, like bike lanes and stuff do not exist in what City Skylines two at this point at this point, oh. um, and a couple other other like transport things that I've been yeah. used to, um, and I I like making my cities like extremely bikeable. Like every Same. every at least like arterial road will have bike lanes for me. Um, yeah, so. Like when, so it does feel incomplete in that way, where it's like things that I've really gotten used to and love, including in my cities, are not there at the moment. But in terms of like development, the game does feel like they finished it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my other, my other thing that I was most curious about, and I saw a lot of people asking and posting, does it have mixed use zoning? So it does it does um it's not at least at this point it's not like customizable but like each type of each like sector of zoning like industrial commercial and residential well i don't know about industrial but there's like there's way more options than before there's now medium density residential and there is like the mixed use of um of like residential yeah exactly which is great Yeah. yeah that's what i'm looking forward to because that that in uh the city skylines one that's what i feel is like the most limiting yeah i mean it is crazy it is crazy what is mixed use zoning what is so so like you know city zoning basically is like in these parts 
the buildings that are there have to apply to a specific use. And in the game, they limit it down to um, commercial use, which is like shopping and, and businesses, uh, office use, uh, industrial and residential. But in real life, a lot of times it's yeah. mixed. Like, you know, anytime you see an apartment building that's has got stores on the bottom and apartments on the top, like that's an example of mixed use zoning where that's both commercial and residential mm. at the same time. And like, it's a big thing. I feel like in a, a lot of America, you don't see this mixed use. Uh, you know, I was like walking around, uh, you know, Modesto, mm -hmm. uh, California, the downtown there. And I was like, this feels weird. And then I realized there's no apartments. Yeah. It's all just like shops and coffee shops and like offices. But then at night, you know, it's just dead because nobody lives there. So right. like, you know, a true mixed use will have offices, residential and commercial so that at any point during at any point, you know, weekend, weekday, there's people doing, you know, business there. There's, you know, like or not business, but like doing stuff there. There's people with a reason to be there. They're going home. They're going to work. They're going shopping. But there's like it's a full, lively neighborhood because of that. But a lot of America bans that, except for like older places like, you know, like New York City. You see it everywhere, like this yeah. mixed use. But huh. like even in like San Francisco, you walk around and it's like residential zones with like these smaller, less dense houses. And then, you know, you'll see some more commercial zones. Right. Like office, you know, like the the uh, office area of downtown with the financial districts are usually like, you know, very single use and pretty dull on the weekends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did, um, so what is an aspect of your city that you're building that you've, like really what's what's like uh yeah an aspect of a city that you've built that you've really really liked or like uh one of your all-time favorite like sort of um designs in the I, game I every well I, I don't know it's hard to remember all time but like one my my last city had uh a fun little walkable neighborhood I, one of the dlcs uh mm -hmm. for the first one was a uh, building you know gave you the ability to build walkable districts, which I really liked. Mm -hmm. And I just had one. It was like a, a bend in the river with like a little mountainous hill. And so like a lot of windy little areas. And I had a metro station there as well as a, what's it, a gondola, I think, that oh. connected to the rest of the city. Uh, oh, cool. It was just like a really, I don't know, like with a great view of downtown. Uh, it was like a little, it was like dense, but like not too dense. And yeah, it just kind of like spiraled. I love mountainous terrains mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like be, having to work around that. So it was just like really nice to build this like little neighborhood that uh, kind of like, yeah, kind of went up and down this little mountainside along the bend in the river. Scott, what about you? Well, again, I think it's hard to say of all time, but one of the things more recently that I tried to do was I tried to build the the densest city I could, um, like kind of modeled <laughs> after some of the, like, um, what are they called? Uh, 
mm, who knows if I'll ever remember the word, but like just like the giant cities that are in like um like in East Asia. Um yeah. mm, just because I think I think it was like a reaction to of like LA is such a sprawl. I was like, what if uh, things were like a lot more compact and you could you would you would never need a car if you if you don't want it. And um, right. And kind of like, uh, you know, thinking about how how's it like we need more housing. Right. And so I'm like, well, what if there's just like too much housing? Yeah. (laughs) Um, And it, it ended up being really cool. I really liked uh, the challenge too, if I was like, well, I don't want it to be like an urban hell. So I was like, how do I create parks in every certain like little quadrant where there's a ton still of like green space, but then behind you is like all these sort of like skyscrapers and things. Um, yeah. And, and then dealing with all those people. So I like used mods to have the population be, you know, it was like, it's called the realistic population. Yeah. mod. So that um, basically I ended up with like over a million people in the city, which is like very different because the way that the base game uses population is kind of odd. They'll be like, oh, like five families live in this apartment building. And it's like, well, that's that's not right. So Mm -hmm. then it changed to like, you know, a couple like a hundred or whatever. Um, And dealing with all those people. Uh, it was like an added extra challenge that I liked, especially because I like focusing on transit as well. So like figuring out how to really take advantage of the Metro lines. And um, I ended up building like high speed rail from like different major centers to another. And then using the Metro as like more local. Anyway, I know it sounds so nerdy and boring. No, no, that's (laughs) the point. Look, there are so, yeah. there's somebody out there who's just <laughs> jerking off, just hard as a rock, listening to this ASMR, this beautiful city, green city ASMR. Wait, yeah, oh, I I am interested because Garrett, you are very well traveled. Scott, I feel like yeah. you're very well traveled. I'm like maybe I'm like maybe on the lesser, you're, but but I, but I've you've been, been around. On, you've been on my travel podcast, which I hasn't have. been released yet, but. Mm. Yeah, yeah, which is a great, great podcast. Uh, very excited to, very excited to hear that uh, yes. come out. But uh, what is everyone's favorite like city that they've been to that they Ooh. they would they they just think is a great maybe maybe favorite's not the right word. Maybe I, maybe I'm more interested in like what do you guys think is like the model city? Like if as close to like perfect as you can imagine. It's hard. Okay. I I I'll I'll have to like combine some stuff I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um one of my one of my favorites is uh so like uh I really love Reykjavik. Mm-hmm. It, mm. it, but it's a smaller town with not much transit, but it's like all around it is just untouched nature. Like That's you're cool. just looking you like you get up to a high point and you're just looking out at like yeah. you know wilderness i mean yeah there's no trees or anything but or like uh uh and then so i that so like having the nature right there and then combined with like a city like edinburgh which i also love or like lisbon with like old stuff and like windy streets and like castles on hills 
Mm-hmm. And then add in I, another city that I love, Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. Just with so much bikeability. But Copenhagen's too flat for me. Mm-hmm. But it is like, uh, there's so much uh, life outside in Copenhagen. Everybody's biking. There's like huge walking district. Districts. Yeah, that's huge, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, add in a bit of Tokyo, you know, mm-hmm. of like this super dense, dense, like, you know, you get like this little hidden alleyway full of food vendors, like right. stalls, like they can just set up wherever. Like there's like, there was like a food stall with like a pipe going up into the ceiling that broth was coming out of. So like, <laughs> you know, like in the apartment above them, they were just making broth and like, and then piping it through, uh, you know, just like with like all these, you know, hidden like little alleyways and super density and also mm-hmm. very walkable um yeah i think or it's like and like i think like vancouver's up there with like the access yeah. to nature so i think yeah. it's really like a blend of all of these so it's I like mean, dense maybe, walkable and yeah. also connection to nature so yeah you know, yeah i think it's like, very like evolved this yes. this concept yeah a city that i think is close to that but has tons of problems but i really like is san francisco yeah i think it's like got you know you look out on just beautiful like it's just there's so many stunning views in san francisco there's yeah. pretty good transit uh there's good dense you know decent decent density old old looking too yeah old looking you know some cool yeah. old buildings here and there overlooking the city mm-hmm. like that's an american version of not flat not flat at, at all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. I love yeah. that. Scott, what about you? What's uh what's a city that you've been to that's kind of pretty close? There's there's this uh maybe a not surprising amount of overlap between what Garrett said and what I'm about to say. I mean, so I went to the, to Tokyo for the first time earlier this year. Obviously, like I knew about Tokyo and what it was like, but actually being there and experiencing it really gave me another level of appreciation for sort of how that city um, is planned and, and is uh, set up. Um, it really is perfect. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I hope to, I hope to go in, in so Febu- many ways. February yeah. is when I'm going to hope to, that'll be great. Hope to go. It, it is crazy how such a like giant metropolis can have, neighborhoods that even though they're dense like feel small like not not small in the sense of size but in like um like uh like community like like you can feel that this huge city has you know obviously different districts but then also some of these like smaller communities um and that like not everything is in service of cars or um commerce but some things are like genuinely in service of of people and living um yes and you know i also was going to mention edinburgh because i love having you know some level of history in cities i'm from washington dc where we had you know a lot of historical and like older houses and things um so I like having that as as part of cities as well. That's one of the things about I about LA that I don't like is that there's really not a lot of um like older stuff or if there is it's not like treated with 
respect. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, And Edinburgh is great, too, because, you know, even though the weather can get really cold, there is a lot of great outdoor thing. It's very walkable, even though there's, you know, those hills and 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 things um, and good little public transit. Um, San Francisco. Yeah. I mean, like you said, all those hills and stuff. I always love visiting San Francisco. You know, obviously, like Garrett said, it has its problems as a city. But, you know, the fact that. Like, even what I think is cool about that city is it has different, like, microclimates and stuff. And that, yeah. I think, reflects sort of also, you know, the different areas of the city um, in terms of, you know, just right across the Golden Gate Bridge is, like, Marin and those places. And so close to, like, wine country and all that stuff. And But then, you you know, you have San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose, like, all right there. So it's mm-hmm. just also... Um, like very metropolitan. Um, one other one from Europe that I would like to include is Madrid because Ooh, yeah. I love I love like a nice big park in a city and yes. El Parque de Retiro in in Madrid is just like I think it's like I don't want to ne- necessarily say a better Central Park but it's like it's like if Central Park were maybe even like bigger and you felt like you were completely out of the city when you're in the middle of that park. Like you literally Mm. feel like the city is so far away, but it's, you know, just obviously right there. Um, Wow. Yeah. Probably those. Tokyo is very good with that too. Of like how dense it is. You can get into a park and feel like you're out in the middle. Yeah. It's just so quiet. They have Mm -hmm. like little pockets of nature everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would say I would I would add Kyoto as well, like yes. for more like especially with the history element too. I mean, there are so yeah. many, you know, historical and sort of um beautiful architecture that they really preserve and give space to and like good connection to nature, but then, you know, obviously another booming downtown um yeah. with, with all that stuff. So Cause like I, I love like I feel like you know, a place like Tokyo feels like it's, you know, kind of, you know, like they let you do whatever that you can build whatever, wherever in a way, like have mm-hmm. a restaurant wherever you want it. Like I love cities like that. Like one of my favorite cities is Beirut. And it's like, it's, it's kind of like everything is everywhere. There's no rules to what you're building, but there's no mass transit. There's no like really mm-hmm. good way to get around. Mm-hmm. So it's like these cities are like, you know, Houston feel, sounds like it's probably this way where it's just like, you can do whatever, but we're not going to like, uh, help you help get you to do places. it. Yeah. 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 It's going to be and hard like, as fuck to yeah. do it. Yeah. Like yeah, these I, no rules cities feel fun, but yeah, they're, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think nightlife is like a very important thing for yeah. me is like, and like, totally. kind of said like that outdoor aspect where everyone's out. Like everyone's yes. out on the street and like my college yes. town of Denton was like that. But like, I think new Orleans is probably yeah. like one of my favorite, just mm-hmm. like, uh, if new Orleans and Paris proper could just sort of like merge a little bit where, yeah. cause Paris to me, and maybe it was just where we were staying, just felt a little bit like, okay, we're going to bed now. Thank you. You know, right. like, uh, but yeah. if it had a little bit of that, like now we're all out and we're, you know, uh, you know, Drinking on the street. I mean, that's going to lead to problems, but, you know, it's a good vibe on Halloween. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I, 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 that's a good point. I, I forgot to mention, like, 
the cities I've been to in Australia that I've really liked, like Melbourne mm. is like a great mm. city, but I will say both Melbourne and Sydney, and maybe it was just where I was. So like, don't, don't roast me, uh, Australians, yeah. but it did feel <laughs> like there was a lot of, um, okay. Like it's this o'clock, like everybody goes home and goes away. Mm. Um, yeah. I do like, I mean like Tokyo and Osaka and, and New York and stuff is like this, where in certain yeah. areas you could be out, at any All time bad. and people yeah. are also doing what they're doing. And I really like that kind of vibrance. Like, you know, nightlife is important for me, not necessarily like clubbing or whatever, but I love going out to restaurants. I love walking around oh, cities at night and doing yeah. that later, I think is yeah. nice. Like going out to a nice restaurant around 9 PM can feel really fun. Uh, yeah. It has an energy. And I, cause I'm also not a big club person either, but no, uh, but I also found like in New York too, there's like a safety there of like if everyone's out right yeah. then you feel safe you feel kind of safe because it's well, like yeah it's might as well be the daytime <laughs> yeah that's like that's like a, a jane jacobs talks about this uh she's like a, a writer who wrote a book on on like cities but uh uh had a lot of big ideas about how they work mm-hmm. but she she was like yeah you know like it's part of that mixed use of like if there's a reason for people to be there at all hours, it's going to be safer. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, just the, the more eyes on the street there are, the yeah. safer it will be. Well, uh, you know, if uh, I, I, I love the idea of you guys pursuing a podcast about city skylines. I was happy to bring you on to like sort of, uh, you know, just sort of dry run, like what yeah, an yeah. episode could be like, what uh, do you, either of you have some like, just, you know, like loose ideas for some episodes that you guys could do with the city skylines and more to just like tantalize the listener. Also, <laughs> if you don't, we can cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, yeah, no, go ahead, Garrett. Yeah. Well, I, I was thinking like, you know, like DLCs we'd want to see, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I'd love, cause like, I feel like uh, a lot of the DLCs they did near the end that weren't content creator packs mm-hmm. near the end for the first game. Like the hotels was fun, but it's like then you're making it's more like a mini game within the game. Like there's oh, like or yeah. like the the music venues. It was like the mini game within the game, which I, I that's not like really what like there uh, I do them, but that's not really mm-hmm. what's driving me to the game. But I'd love to see like I don't know. I don't I, well tell me what you think, Scott. Would you want to see like a politics one? Like you know if like the city like if you know, you'd have people fighting you on a bike lane. Like, so it's like, so <laughs> yeah, it's more you have like, like friction LA. to choices yeah. you're making. Yeah. Like, you know, like, cause, or if like the city was always bike lane, you know, then you want to build a freeway that everybody's fighting that. But if the city was always cars and then you build a bike lane and people are like, what are you doing? You're cutting our, tra- you know, our commute time by, you know, you're adding 15 seconds. You know, I don't know. But would you want to see a political aspect to City Skylines? I think that I would. I think I would also maybe would like to be able to turn it off. But like, yeah, same. Yeah. Um, but I think that that's one of the things that's kind of missing from the game, at least right now, is that a lot of times there's not that many repercussions to your choices. Like, yeah, like there's basically just like citizen happiness level and like happiness levels for like different things. And it's either like they get happier or they get a little less happy, but 
It's that's never, I feel like unless you're poisoning them with like sewage water, it's never very low, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then like, I feel like they can get happy like pretty easily. I would love to see bigger changes to what you decide. And then also potentially seeing the types of sit of Sims that move to your city being different based on what you yeah. have. So like if you decide to get rid of the freeways, for example, you might piss a lot of people off and then there's decay on the, and people leave, but then the new people who move in are more yeah. like they are more demanding of more bike lanes, more green spaces, more, yeah. Uh, like eco-friendly things. Um, but if you just like go all cars, then everyone's like, we need another oil power plant or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I think that that could be a cool element. I, I, um, not to like go on a tangent, but there's this other game called democracy that I really like to play. Huh? Have you ever heard of this game? No, Dem- I, I think they're on diplomacy. Yeah. Go, no, it, diplomacy yeah. is different, which Very is a fun board yeah. game. Right. Uh, but the, um, it's called Democracy. I played Democracy 3. Democracy 4 is apparently out. It's it's basically only civics. And what's really fun huh. about it, well, and also maybe would turn uh, <laughs> um, just some people off immediately, is it's just like a user interface. It's just basically charts okay, and yeah. graphs. And oh, you yeah. make, you make like policy now. decisions and things um, to like solve problems in the country but basically all through you know policy decisions people get mad at you there's different factions that are like how dare you raise taxes on tobacco and other ones that are like we all getting cancer you gotta raise taxes on tobacco yeah um (laughs) and half the time i do such a good job i get assassinated um (laughs) because people hate me because i'm just too altruistic um, but having some elements of that game in City Skylines could be very, very fun. Yeah. Uh, another DLC I'd love. I'd love to see the Metro Overhaul mod made into like an official yes. part of the game. Because, yeah, it's like it's it's such a great mod, but it's always like having to catch up to the new versions. Mm-hmm. Like any time a patch is. Yeah, it'll break you know, for like two weeks. Yeah. And like just just make it a base part of the game because that's you know like the metro is like how i live on this game yeah you know and you know adding the the extra elements that the metro overhaul overhaul mod does is like i don't know it's 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 exactly what i want from uh my city exactly yeah yeah um this sounds like a lot of fun i think i own city skylines one already and so i might turn it on sometime this weekend just to check it out i mean it's been a while since i played a sim game but but guys i think that's gonna do it for today's episode i mean thanks so much for joining me i mean how do you feel about this little discussion i mean guys i mean is it is it is it what was it fun for you guys is it like seemed like a thing you'd you'd want to actually do i mean it's one thing to theorize a podcast yeah, that's another thing to do it <laughs> yeah i mean i've had so much fun talking about this when you were like we're done i was like already because i could just I talk know. about this forever yeah and i i do have a lot of ideas of what we could do for different episodes and stuff i think that Same. um i think people should be potentially excited yeah. well uh, absolutely guys why don't we go ahead and plug and uh, get the hell out of here huh so yeah. garrett yeah. palm where can people find you what do you want people to know <laughs> uh uh, check out uh, my podcast, 
with my partner Rachel, agents of travel. We're working on new episodes. They should come out eventually, uh, season two. Uh, you can also catch me on Smosh, uh, Eat It or Yeet It, and other stuff there. And uh, check out Tabletop News on YouTube uh, for, you know, it's not a competitor to this show because it's a tabletop game. That's right. Hey. Not if it was. Yeah. It's, it's uh, only a competition if you uh, allow it to be. Or if yeah. you, like, <laughs> or you imagine it is, yes. you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we, we uh, yeah, I, I did a special uh, uh, holiday gift guide on that as well. So, you know, if you... If you liked some of the games I pitched here, you can watch that and see more games that I, I pitched. Amazing. Uh, yeah. That sounds really good. Yeah. yeah. Check out check Garrett out, Garrett out on, on, uh, on uh, the YouTubes. You can see them all yes. over YouTube, you know? Yeah, all uh, over here and there. All over YouTube. here and there. Scott, Scott Thied, where can people find you? Find me on the dang internet at SW Thied. <laughs> you could any of the any of the places work. TikTok, Instagram, uh, formerly known as Twitter X. Uh, also, if you're ever in LA, come see a show. I do them all the time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, usually at the uh, UCB Theater or the Clubhouse, perhaps. The famous, famous Clubhouse. Uh, Candy are apple they, red. Are, are they seeing you anywhere else? What's, uh, a, what's another venue? The pack? Um, are you? Are they seeing you at the pack? They're not seeing me at the pack, but if you, <laughs> but you can you can come by my house and I'll I'll tell you. Okay. A joke. Yeah. All right, that's fair. Um, you can yeah. follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. You can follow the show on Twitter at VGA Comedy Show. You can also follow me on Blue Sky at Jeremy Schmidt. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more of it, and you want to pay for that content, and I imagine you don't, go to Patreon.com/slash/SuperMPCRadio, <laughs> where you can find bonus material from uh, you know a lot of different video game shows. Uh, again, our Games Club is is one of our most fun things that we do there, and uh, we've done uh, this year alone. We did Super Mario sixty four. Pokemon Red and Blue, Sonic Adventure, and Resident Evil 2 Remake. I mean, it's been a hell of a year for that games club. So get over there. Vote for the next one. We'll see you next week with a brand new episode about something else. Bye-bye.